Welcome to the Unfunny Kevin Show. I am your host, Kevin Melody. It's Monday, October 25th, and I was absent last week. First time uh, in a year for you fuckers. And uh, you know what's funny about that is it wasn't intentional, but I can pretend it was intentional now because October 26th, which is tonight at midnight, will be one year of the Unfunny Fucking Kevin Show. Thank you so much for listening and supporting. Um, God, I would be nothing, 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 nothing without having people to listen to my ramblings and my rants and all this horseshit. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And welcome back. I'm sorry that I was gone. Uh, I say this every week, but it's fucking crazy. And I did have a crazy week that I'm going to fucking get into. But how are you guys doing? Are you okay? Is everything fine? Are you feeling okay? Do you have a fever? Do you have COVID? You might have COVID. I don't know. If you do have COVID, I mean, you have COVID. What are we going to do? Uh, well, I mean, you know, maybe you're vaxxed. Maybe you're not vaxxed. Maybe you got monoclonal antibodies. Maybe you're on something. I don't know. Maybe you're having fun. The, the cases cases are, I don't know. They're weird, right? They're, they're like going down in California. They're, I think it's like gone in Florida, which is crazy. I don't, I, people aren't really talking about that, but I haven't really seen it popping up in florida again so maybe they're doing something right that i don't know is that even is it it's like political to say that right isn't that crazy it's so it's crazy that like any of this is political at this point but i mean we're people right we make things political and we make things awful but we make things good too so (laughs) speaking speaking of the good um speaking of the good i was about to say uh, speaking of political, good Lord, uh, Dave Chappelle, everybody was, was spent last week talking about that. It felt like I couldn't avoid seeing headlines about Dave Chappelle, um, who's arguably my favorite comedian outside of like George Carlin and, uh, Lenny Bruce. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not. Uh, Fox News and I'm not CNN. I'm not a blog, so I have no opinion that I'm willing to throw into the race other than I love Dave Chappelle and that's it. It's not a horrible, like that's, <laughs> that's like, that's just the whole, like that's, that's all you get. That's all you're getting from me. No, man, I think, um, it's just been that that was not my week by the way. I had a crazy. I went to I went to a concert. My again, my girlfriend, she 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 somehow we ended up going to two concerts. Uh both artists I didn't know. Um both very sad white women, but they were good. They were so good. Um and they were they're just really good. So one artist is name goes by the name of Sad. Uh, sad. Oh my god, this is so funny. She does not go by the name of sad. She goes by the name of wet, W-E-T, not sad. I don't know. That's hilarious. She goes by the name of wet, and I think she's from Australia. And my girlfriend's played her a few times, like just around the house and shit. And we went to see uh, wet at the lodge room in Highland Park, and I've never been there. And I was so grateful uh, to her kind of making me go because i got to go to a fucking venue i've never been to and it was such a sick venue it would be really cool to do stand up there um 
but yeah, if you're a rapper or musician listening to the show, dude, get to the lodge room, do a performance there. Really cool. They were pretty like pretty strict on the vaccines at the door, like making sure everyone's vaccinated, but they were really lenient when you got in. Like you didn't need to wear a mask. You could just drink freely at the bar. It was it was pretty cool. And um, Friday, I realized, and I was telling my girlfriend this, uh, she signed me up to go see, uh, we went to see Phoebe Bridgers, who is a sad white girl um, from Pasadena, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> and her audience is largely like 15-year-old women with like purple hair, but I had fun, dude. I think Phoebe Bridgers is amazing too. She's an amazing voice. And we, uh, the Greek theater, I've never been there. I've lived in fucking Los Angeles for almost 30 years of my, my entire life. And I've never been to the fucking Greek theater. And I had a blast. So shout out to uh, Phoebe Bridgers uh, and shout out to Wet and the sad white girl movement. And shout out to my uh, girlfriend for fucking taking me because it was really interesting. It was a fucking fun, interesting time. And I hadn't seen live music. You know, I haven't seen live performances in so long. I just haven't seen them in so long. So it was like a lot. Like it was a lot to take in. It was overwhelming uh, in a good way. I was like happy. I was fucking happy. I was going to cry that I got to fucking just, I don't know. I just missed live music. I missed that. It was like, you know, with COVID, you put the blinders on about like everything you've kind of just sacrificed and haven't done in so long that when you get to do it again, it's almost like, holy shit. Like it's a great feeling. Um, so yeah, man, uh, I hope you guys were good last week. Sorry. I fucking didn't check in. Uh, like I said, it, you know, it was a while I did a bunch of shit and I had to do an interview for tapped in the night that I was supposed to record my show and then the Sunday before that, I was busy and, you know, I just got, I didn't even do stand up last week. It was just so crazy. It was such a fucking blur. Um, but yeah, so that, you know, that in and of itself, that, that was just fun. I just really want to start doing more shit, uh, seeing more shows and stuff. Cause I just, I fucking missed it, man. I totally missed it. Um, you know, on the topic of, uh, what I had to do last week, you know, every Monday I do therapy and, um, it was interesting. I, I was talking to my therapist and I said last week we were talking about empathy and I, I talked about that on the last podcast, but one of the things that I experienced today had to do, it had to do less with empathy than it did perspective. So I, I want to extend an olive branch here. <laughs> And divert a little bit from the regular programming of empathy and just kind of take you guys over to Perspective Alley where I live and Perspective World where I live. Um, every fucking day, I come into contact with pretty negative fucks, you know, like just in my own profession and uh, whether it's comedy or my day job or it's, uh, you know, I just every time I come in contact with a negative fucking self-entitled spoiled cunty guy or cunty girl it it grinds my gears a little bit it grinds my gears a little bit and and i feel like i have a lot of perspective only because 
I've had extreme bouts of tragedy and horrible fucking life experiences. <laughs> but I never, I don't weaponize them against other people and I don't use them as crutches. I use them as fucking medals. I use them as trophies. And I'm not like Gary V. I'm not like trying to make this a fucking motivational podcast where I'm holding you all hostage and yelling at you and telling you that each one of you is a millionaire. Uh, everybody's got a CEO on the inside of them and you can be whatever you want. I don't think that. Let me make that clear. <laughs> I think you can be limited things, all of you. But, <laughs> but I think whatever you are now, is that's, that's who you are and that's great. But I do want to say that perspective is everything. And as a guy who grew up and, and went through some crazy shit, I can tell you that it's everything because like, let me give you an example. When I was, when I was younger, I'll give you an example of why I say this and I'll tell you how I applied it today. But when I was younger, my, uh, my mom did a very amazing thing that used to piss me off, but I'm telling you it's amazing now. This is in retrospect as an adult and, and why I love her for this. When I was little, um, you know, we, we had a house. It was kind of propped up by financially. It was propped up by like my grandparents. Um, my mom would do everything to pay the mortgage. My dad would do his best too. Sometimes they're making good money. Sometimes they're not. Um, for so, it was a constant theme. Like we're always at risk of losing our home or whatever, you know. And so we lived a, a certain way. And I was very grateful that I had a house. I was very grateful. I was grateful I was I knew a lot of fucking people in my school that lived in apartments or lived with their grandparents. We had our own house. It was really important to me as a kid. It was amazing. But when I wanted, let's say it came to dinner, my mom would be like, Okay, let's uh let's see what we're going to eat tonight. Okay, we're gonna have uh uh macaroni. Macaroni is like Persian spaghetti. And she'd be like, I'm gonna make macaroni, and I'd be like um can i have like a burger and she'd just be like like her expression would change and she'd just go like yeah a burger huh you know who would love a burger african children with flies and i'd be like what african what about the needy children of india you know what they do in india when they're hungry they they just eat each other I was like, what? She'd be like, the population is one billion. There's not enough food to go around and you, you want a burger. And I'd be like, I'd cry. And then I'd cry into the Persian spaghetti. My point is this. She gave me a lot of perspective. I used to have to round up my toys and give them out to kids in Skid Row. We didn't, I, we weren't millionaires. We were hardly um, in a position to be philanthropic, to, to, to demonstrate this philanthropy. Uh, and as a kid, it was probably too young. I was maybe doing it at too young an age. But I don't look at that as a fucking negative. I look at that as a fucking positive. I look at that as a victory. Because as a grown man, I, can, I know the kids that didn't have to. I know the adults that I work with that are in their 60s that didn't have to do that. I know the people that came from a place where they didn't necessarily need to adopt perspective. And today was a huge thing 
where having perspective and being able to like step back from a situation and evaluate what's really important it helped me um but before i go on we must take a second to talk about lucy j cbd pre-rolls um if you want to have a chill and relaxing evening lucy j cbd pre-rolls are your best bet the cbd that they have in their hemp is unbelievable check out lucyjcbd.com to find the store locator and find where they're selling Lucy J CBD near you. Uh, I'm going to be giving away Lucy J CBD. All right, I'll be mailing it to listeners of the show. Send an email over to the unfunny Kevin show at gmail.com. Tell me, uh, you know, you'd like some Lucy J and I will send it to you ASAP. Uh, maybe I'll run a social media contest as well. I'll post the shit on the Instagram unfunny Kev. Um, but yeah, anyway, perspective, <laughs> going back to perspective. Um, if you're a spoiled little shit and you don't have perspective, it's hard for you to realize how good you have it, right? Because you're ungrateful and you've never really had to analyze that. Now, last week, my uh, my day job, uh, they they were kind enough to get me a new computer. Um, you know, and as, a, as I work for a company that's, you know, uh, they're, they're big and they have the budget and all that. And it's cool. And it was very kind to them, but I, but I was given a, a new computer cause I took a, a new job. Um, and basically I set up the computer. Now I'm a guy my whole life. I've never cracked a phone screen as, as a kid, as the son of an alcoholic. And I extended my responsibilities well beyond my own. And I had this crazy sense of responsibility to the fucking world around me. Uh, cause I felt like I had to take care of everything. I fucking never cracked a phone. I never spilt liquid on a fucking laptop. I have a crazy sense of responsibility. I don't lose shit. I'm not a guy who loses. I'm not one of these fucking schmucks. I need a tile so I can find my fucking phone or my keys. I don't even find, fuck that. But I made a mistake. I had an accident. It wasn't the rain. But I had a brand, this brand new laptop. I put it in a bag and I had this uh, French press that had maybe an ounce of coffee. It was whatever liquid was left over soaked in the fucking grounds at the bottom. And I twisted my French press closed because I was like, hey, I'm going to make some coffee at work. So I put the French press in the bag with the laptop. And uh, unfortunately, I guess the fucking lid on the French press was loose or something. A little bit of coffee ended up in this brand new $1,000 MacBook. Um, compliments of one jackass me. Now, I did beat myself up. I'm not going to lie to you. I was very upset. I beat myself up for a while. I was very angry. <laughs> As I'm sure you would be too. That's human. It's human. But instead of letting that, you know... I know a lot of people in this world that if that happened to them, they'd go, that was just the Mondays. Oh, here we go. Oh, it was, I've got a case of the Mondays. Everything's ruined. Oh, the Mondays. Everything's ruined. Oh, the Mondays. Oh, the, the, I had a coffee cup with the lid open and I hit a bump and coffee spilled everywhere because it's Monday. No, you're retarded. And statistically, 
if the coffee cup has no top on it and you're driving around with it and you hit a bump, it's going to fly everywhere, you dumb fuck. That's not the universe. The universe is fine. You suck. Anyway, perspective. I thought in that moment, I was angry at myself. I went, God damn it, you stupid fuck. But I've never had an accident like that. I've had plenty of other accidents, but I've never had that kind of accident. And I fucking, you know. But I said, I'm going to figure it out because I live a great life. I live in the United States, which is free to a certain extent. I have a great job. I do shit I love. I interview rappers from all kinds of walks of life that make it and they get record deals and they kill it. And I get, I, I get to do stand up. I get, I have a lot of privileges. I have a lot of things I earned in my life and I have a great family. I have a great girlfriend. I'm an amazing existence. What the fuck do I have to be upset about? Why would I let this fucking stupid laptop, which is replaceable, take away from all the beautiful things I have that are irreplaceable and exist in my life right now? I have a great sense of perspective. And it's that perspective that gets me through little things like uh, spilling stupid fucking French press coffee on my laptop to big things like putting my dad in uh psych wards that was fun perspective like giving away toys when i was a kid i don't go my mom traumatized me that bitch didn't let me keep my fucking buzz light year I go, my mom is so amazing. She taught me the value of giving people shit when you don't have shit. If you're in service, if you're not in service to others, then you are only in service to yourself, period. So you have to be out there doing something to help other people. It helps take your mind off of yourself, but it also allows you to realize what you have. And uh, it was a profound, (laughs) nothing comedic about this, by the way. It was just a fucking very profound day. Um, And I got through it, and I'm going to get the fucking Mac fixed. And, uh, you know, I'm coming out of pocket, a chunk of change. But everything worked out. But if I let that negativity take over, that pessimism, that negativity, that cuntiness kill me, I wouldn't get to experience the rest of my fucking day, which is great. I get to talk to you guys. Look at this. Legendary. Um, another good thing to close with, I got to see my grandmother, uh, who's amazing, and um, she told me this thing in Farsi that I'll roughly translate for you guys. <laughs> and y'all can just share it with other people. But uh, basically, the, she told me this like poem, and it goes like, uh, you, when you when you come into this world... You come in crying and all the people around you are smiling and happy and celebrating and laughing. And as you grow and you grow older, you have to do things that, you know, make people happy and help people and celebrate your life and, and do the right thing and, and be in service to others. Do, put, do things that bring a smile to other people's faces. That way, when you leave this world, you leave smiling while all the other people cry 
and they cry in in how amazing and how great and how kind you were and how in service to others you were. So it all kind of goes together. But my grandma told me that just randomly the other day. And I was fucking really moved by it. Now she's 90 years old and I get why this might be on the forefront of her mind. But, you know, do shit that, you know, makes you smile when you leave, bro. Damn, that's heavy. (laughs) Happy Monday. I hope you guys really do did have a great week without me. Um, I'm going to be posting this tonight so you'll get this. But I just want to say, you know, I thanked you guys on episode 40. This episode, like 42, I think. But uh, thank you so much for supporting me and listening to the show. It means a lot. Share the show with people. Um, I will be I will be performing stand up over the next few weeks. Uh, be sure to check Instagram Unfunny Kev uh, for dates and locations. Uh, unfunnykevin.com. You can share the show with others. And be sure if you have a, an iPhone, go to the Apple Podcast Store. Scroll down on our page and leave five stars, but also I need comments. You guys got to leave a comment there. Um, just something positive about the show. This is for our sponsors and to keep the show moving. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, Unfunny Kevin on Twitter, Unfunny Kev on Instagram, unfunnykevin.com. Send your inquiries, your questions, your comments, your concerns to the Unfunny Kevin Show at gmail.com. I appreciate you guys. I hope you have a killer fucking week, do shit that makes you smile, fucking have perspective, fuck the negativity, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Mad liberator, death operator, rock the data, amazing flavor, yo, the way I feel, sometimes it's too hard to sit still, things are so passionate, times are so real, sometimes I try to chill, mellow down, blow a smoke, a smile on my face, but it's really no joke, you feel it in the street, the people breathe without hope, they're going through the motion, they're dimming down the focus, the focus get cleared, and the light turns sharp, and the eyes grow teary, the mind grow weary, I speak it so clearly, sometimes y'all don't hear me, I push it past the base, no nations got to feel me, I feel it in my bones, black, I'm so wide awake, that I'm hardly ever sleep, my flow forever deep, and it's volumes of scriptures when I breathe on a beat, my presence speak volumes before I say a word, I'm everywhere, penthouse, pavement, the curb, cradle to the grave, so cathedral of a cell, universal ghetto life, holla black, you know it well.